0: Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. This is the Eat, Sleep, and Repeat podcast. Your weekly AEW review and breakdown. Introducing first the most electrifying host in all of professional wrestling podcasts. Darling. Darling. Oh,
1: yeah, brother. Hey
0: there, buddy. And the other half of our hosting duo. They call me the Duke. They call me the Digital Phantom. I am the Duke of Terps. Also known as Garrett. Yo. Hey. hey. Hey there, buddy! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, great week of wrestling this week,
1: man. Dude, yeah. started
0: off well. Okay, Dark was boring. Let's be honest, but outside <laughs> of Dark, it was just like it started off hot with with Hardwood versus Punk, and it just went harder from there. You know, like um, that,
1: yeah, Dynamite really this first hour of Dynamite was uh, that was announced like what 2 hours before the 3 hours
0: yeah, before t- the show, something like that like that's the second or third time recently that Tony Khan has done that the last time was with Danielson versus Garcia and so i think they were really trying another to match pump like,
1: this me. out to where like hey keep an eye on Khan's social media because he's probably going to announce some matches and they even alluded to that at the end of Rampage so wait Tony who oh i i fucking oh, it, uh, that's okay, that's okay. That's okay. It's okay there, bud. We'll fucking get the timing down
0: there eventually. (laughs) Hey there, bud. Hey, anyway um so yeah and uh before i we get into the favorites and stuff like that like i already mentioned uh, what i'll be where i'll be going with mine but uh first there's a few orders of business to take care of off the top first of all you can find us both on twitter you can find me at bane duke that's b-a-n-e-d-u-k and you can find charlie at oh charlie with an x instead of an a you can also find us on the vasoki entertainment unit channel the vasoki entertainment youtube channel is Visoki v-i-s-o-k-i-i entertainment where you can find big brother reviews you can find uh us reviewing Moon Knight very soon. When does it actually This drop?
1: week, baby. I'm so excited. Yep, right. Thursday. So, <clears throat> if you guys are interested in Moon Knight, yep, it is Visoki Entertainment. We'll get that to you again at the end of the show just in case you
0: forget. Absolutely. We'll pump that out more. But and Moon
1: Knight, man. Oh my god. I'm fucking ready. Oh dude.
0: my god. It's uh it's um uh the blankie on the name. Oh my god. Oscar Isaac Thank you from Star Wars. I was going to say, from Star Wars. I was going to say they fly now. All right, anyway. um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude, they
0: fly now. They fly now. We got a good week
1: coming up, man. It's it's WrestleMania week, so it seems like everyone tries to put on their A game. We got big GCW shows. We got uh, Ring of Honor is back with Super Card of Honor and Tony Khan. And yeah, dude, it's it's going to be interesting. We might see Cody Rhodes pop up. Cody Rhodes, who we've been talking about a lot lately, our boy here. God, we, we, if you guys go back, imagine if that's ago. in
0: his contract. No, actually
1: I want to be able to pick and uh, prepare and cons. <laughs> yeah. Right. And if, if, if you guys go back a couple months ago, like we were talking about, you know, Hey, Cody is, Cody is the bloodline of AEW. Cause that's the way it felt like with the Malachi black yeah. feud and with what they're doing with Arn and now he's gone, <laughs> he's going to be wrestling Seth Rollins. So it's, it's kind of nuts. It's a crazy turn of events. And I think AEW is still trying to figure out how to come around. Speaking on it, right? of Seth
0: Rollins, I just defeated him in WWE2K22.
1: Seth and Rollins, he's now mine. I took his championship. It's mine. I, I am a mass. Speaking of Ring of Honor, I I am a massive fan of Seth Rollins. And bro, Tyler Black, hey. talk hey, about the guy. He all right, um, Garrett. I think you, as we like to do here, our favorites. I think you are first on the favorites, sir.
0: Just before we do that, there was one more thing to take care of. There was I actually forgot to do this the last couple of times, I think. Um, if you're on uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, uh, make sure you follow and or subscribe so that you uh, stay up to date and get uh, downloads automatically. Of the new episodes, when we drop them, uh, there's going to actually be some special episodes this week that we've actually discussed. Uh, I'll probably post more about it on uh twitter but the big wrestlemania weekend you know with all the shows we're going to have some special coverage coming your way i guess it's not this week but next week well it is this week i guess we're sunday already whatever how does how do days work all right weeks anyway how do they so, yeah. they work? um but back to what you were saying um before i interrupted uh the, you, you were saying uh
1: yeah favorites we got we got plenty to choose from this week oh absolutely um, yeah
0: so for me i already like kind of briefly uh mentioned what i was gonna throw as mine uh i mentioned dark was boring this week uh shout outs to fuego del jobbing out as always no anyway um <laughs> anyway uh we had uh, dynamite opened up with uh a a match that was um was just kind of i mean it it fits the name of dynamite it was explosive there was uh all kinds of crazy nonsense and cm punk versus dark so i mentioned this match was announced like a few hours before the show um when tony Khan does this it immediately raises my hype level for the match not just because it's usually a good match but because now that's going to be what's opening the show and i'm excited to now when the show starts watch that match and so i believe i tuned in live for this because of that like um which a lot of times i don't do because sometimes i prefer to watch it back without the commercials like because um I i have a way of watching it where i can watch it back on like the uh the feed that was recorded on the you know how like um which What is the feed that actually shows like the uninterrupted feed? I forget. It's some specific feed. Anyway, yeah, Probably
1: just your on-demand feed. Whatever technical. the on-demand feed yeah. for
0: AEW is, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. You guys know which one I'm talking about. It's that, and it just has the uninterrupted version. So I prefer that sometimes just so I can watch some of the in-between stuff. Um, But this was just a phenomenal heel work by uh, Dax Harwood. I think Dax heard us uh, talking on the podcast about how I thought cash was the better of the two of them Um, (laughs) because I might've not even been on the show when I said that to you. I know I said that to you recently Um, and Dax just goes out there and has a phenomenal wrestling match with CM Punk. I mean, it's crazy because like we talked about for years how it was the revival carrying the NXT tag team division back when the NXT tag team division was like goaded, you know, like Um, and like, I, I don't know, like, I feel like um, I, I, this match just had, like, there was interference from, like, the gun club, which I didn't understand. I guess it's going to lead to a match next week. You know, yeah setting club up the, the baby face turn that we
1: got a couple weeks ago. It's just mm-hmm. turning it a little more for the uh, FTR being our baby faces.
0: Yeah, I mean, FTR are just, like, I'm so excited for everything they're doing right now. They have a big match at Supercard of Honor. I mean, it's just, like, what the only thing that they could do more that would make me more excited would be feuding with the Young Bucks right now, you know? Um, or winning the AEW World Tag Team Championships again, you know? Like, that's the only thing I could see them doing more that would be interesting. Something's
1: um, telling me this at at All Out this year, it's going to be FTR versus, Dan, versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Oof, and it's going to be fucking insane.
0: But, dude, You know, I, I think... Okay, you want to hear my crazy conspiracy, actually? Go ahead. I think that your trio that you have as part of this blackpool combat club could be punk and FTR because punk just brought his edge back and FTR okay. are kind of slowly being hinted. I mean, they're feuding with some bad guys right now, you know, if they feud with the c- gun club, right? So
1: yeah, are, man, are we and- turning
0: them slowly face ish? Like sort of tweener faced that like, you know, Mox and Danielson are right now and maybe they all join. The Blackpool Combat Club. Because I I don't know what Punk's relationship with Regal is like. I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I imagine it's probably good,
0: right? Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? They obviously probably worked there at the same time. I don't know what they did in the indies. Because, you know, obviously there was different times where he was out there or whatever. But anyway, like, I'm just saying, like, I, I think, like, if FTR were to join, like, those are two professional wrestlers. And I could see Jericho's group having an issue with them, you know, like. Yeah. So... I don't know, like, uh, we'll have hey, to see man. where that goes. But I just think it's so fascinating how you can just pick two guys like this, like Dax Harwood, member of a tag team, uh, CM Punk, random top main eventer, you know, and throw them together in a match, and it's just like, oh, yeah, this is a regular TV match on AEW. And what I
1: got to say, I am, I am fully with you, man. I love this. I think I couldn't help but be proud for Dax Harwood because we see frequently, whether it's on social media, how much he cares about this business, and how much oh, he, he cares, cares about so goddamn
0: much. and how much and he
1: cares about leaving a legacy and being a great wrestler, and he wants to go down as one of the best ever. Well, I think he, to he wants to go
0: down as the. He, he doesn't yeah. think he ever will because he thinks the greatest tag team to ever tag team has already existed. But I think he wants to be. He able wants to that legacy that to be left,
1: and he knows in order to do that, you have to shine out on your own too. And they gave him a chance here, and my God, Garrett, he he fucking took this and ran. This felt like a true wrestling match. And to give to what comes after it, being on the same card, in the same company, and having happened back-to-back to this, just shows the wide variety we can have. It's insane. This match and the one following is nothing like each other, but yet they both were beautiful on their own level. I got to say, uh, Dax really stood out to me here. And also, you know... People have kind of wondered, you know, when Sam Punk going to be back? Is he? Is he? We've seen him take his time with a lot of guys, and, and I, I don't think he's had a bad match in AEW. I actually think he's had some that are better than others. But I really love that he's dog had matches.
0: Match. I think the TV matches where they were less important, so he didn't put his like. There's a couple of them that I wish he had done more with, but for the purposes of the storyline he was in, I don't think he could. Like, yeah, and they,
1: and they were they, a lot of them were storyline based, and I think right now. He he knew what the deal was. He wanted to go out there and have a memorable match with Dax Harwood, and because this is why AEW is not afraid to throw these matches together, because the roster already so deep. These guys might never match up again, so they went out there and had a memorable one. CM Punk did walk away victorious, and he he won with the Anaconda Vice, which I thought was just beautiful. He he should use that submit. You know what I mean. I like him tapping people out with that, and this match deserved that kind of finish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Other than that, uh, it pretty much set up CM Punk, which I think we all know where he's going next. Watch out, Hangman. And yeah, the Gun Club versus FTR next week, setting up um, FTR getting those babyface. And my God, Dax had a great promo later, which we'll get to, but. I, I couldn't agree with, more with you, man. This this was probably my favorite of the week too, but we also uh, we've got to get into my quote favorite. So we like talk about two things here. Is there anything else you wanted to add uh, for that?
0: Um, <clears throat> yeah. Just the only thing is like that to me. Like as much as I love you know extreme rules and chaos, like in the next match we're going to talk about, or even the other match that was like the possible one that I was going to go with, which was the main event of Rampage. You know, which also sort of had that crazy gymnastic style to it. What 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 I love about the opening of Dynamite was that it was a classic wrestling match. It was not 100%. flashy. It was maybe a little bit, but it wasn't like it maybe by the old wrestling standards of like the people from like Cornette's era. But like if you look at it by modern standards, this was not that flashy of a wrestling match. No. And it even had moments in it where it surprised you. So like with some of the things that people did. I enjoy when wrestling surprises me. This was an example because you don't always see this kind of wrestling in AEW, you know, I,
1: I love, I love this match. I mean, I've been watching, uh, I feel like, like this I, is
0: what you get. If you put Brock Anderson against, you know, uh, Dax Harwood or Cash Wheeler, because they're both, you know, that same basis of classic wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, I feel I like think, that's what I think you Brock
1: Anderson could end up being on this level and it could be really good. Maybe Brock Dax Anderson's has a, a third
0: member of FTR.
1: Maybe Dax has a goal of <laughs> wanting to get him there too. Anyway, so yes, your favorite this week? My favorite is the eight man tag, and oh my god, this 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 Jeff Hardy's still trying nuts. to die. Um, He's trying to die, and Garrett. Between this and the last match, I felt like we were watching a pay per view. Like yes, it it genuinely felt like we were watching elite wrestling. Well, Not elite wrestling. No, ex- there you go. And this was so much fun. They the used a commercial break. By the way, no commercial breaks versus uh, Hardwood and Punk. Zero. Because why would you? Yeah, and they used a commercial break here to set up uh, people the Jeff Hardy spot. So it was it was a well timed commercial break. I remember watching the SmackDown the other week. Yeah, so I think originally the
0: tables were set
1: up by the bad guys, and then like, oh, then yeah. Jeff Hardy just took advantage of them, he set them up to go through them, brother. And exactly, there was a lot of great one offs here. Unfortunately, I know that there's a Sting spot being kind of. The people that don't like AEW are running really hard on a Sting spot right now. Look, it is what it is. He he just, I don't think Stink wanted to let go of Isaiah Cassidy out of the Scorpion Deathlock. If If you've seen it, you know exactly what I mean about people just slamming him for it. Look, shit happens, right? That's, that's the way I look at this kind of stuff. I don't really, you know, I don't really focus on it and hard on it and get really vindictive and mean about it. It's shit happens. That's literally just the way I, I call it. I mean, yeah,
0: if you fuck it up, I feel like you should just move on. But, I mean, like, it's, you know, Sting has been doing this for a long
1: time. I feel yeah. like we should just let Sting handle it. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And I think he just – it was something with momentum. And, yeah. Anyways, this was good. This was great. Private party. I honestly thought for a minute there they were going to end up winning when they were setting up for the gin and juice. And Sting catches Isaiah and – Matt sets Mark up. They hit each other with their finishers. One, two, three. Sting, Darby Allen, and the Hardys win. And we know now next week, this is setting up uh, Darby Allen versus Andrade, right? Yes, I think, I believe so. And I'm not trying to jump ahead of myself here, but okay. All right, I am. All right, we're good. And yeah, so. Yeah, what what else do you got from this? I mean, obviously we had some beautiful spots. Uh, Sting had a really good comeback at one
0: point early on in the match, um, yeah. where he was like down in the ring and they cut to it. There was uh, the only thing I would say about what would could have used a little bit of work. Like if they're gonna have people go to the back like they did, um, I feel like we need to have. I mean, they did have cameras following them the whole time, but the cutting back and forth needs to get better. Like I don't know, it's obviously Tony calling the cuts or whatever, whoever it is back there doing that, like. The production person or whatever that's doing that. And like, I just sometimes for wrestling, I feel like it needs to feel less sports like in the way that it cuts. Like, for example, when they used the hard cuts during the uh, last week or two weeks ago during the Trios match with the House of Black, where they did those three like moonsault sort of spots toward the end where they took out the person that they were fighting and then they got the pin. Um, Maybe off of Murphy's Law or something. Like, then, like, it. I, I, it was like that kind of cutting was good because you don't see it all the time. But like for this match, it just felt like it needed to feel more like we were following the story, but I don't know. Maybe that was just me. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, Hey, makes sense to me. That was just like, for, for me, I'm, as a person that like, switched cameras like that for a little bit in college, like just as like something that I did uh, in practice. Like I just, in my head, I was thinking like, Oh, okay. Maybe they just weren't quite sure what to do with this. Like, because it's hard because like, they're so far away from each other and there was people up on the ramp. It, they had a similar problem with this in the Revolution um, Tornado match, you know, like where there was just so many people in different places that you had to cut around. But it worked for that because um, you were cutting around mostly for the big spots with like Sting and, you know, on uh, Isaiah Cassidy and uh, Sammy doing the flip or whatever. The, and what they call that the uh, the the flippy do off the thing through the tables anyway. Um, flippy do. Yeah. Uh, I forget what it's called, but uh, yeah, Spanish geez. Fly, that's what it's there called. It anyway. Um But yeah, it always comes to me right as I'm about to move on. Anyway, um, but yeah, it was a really <laughs> good match. I don't know. Like I said, Jeff Hardy's still trying to die. There was so many crazy spots. Um I I've I'm I'm still more interested in Darby Allen versus uh, Jeff Hardy right now. But I mean, I don't think we're gonna get that for a little while. So especially because every two days now they come up with a new person that had to sign, had something signed by a wrestler they're wrestling, like and they have a photo of him. When they were like a kid, like, I don't know how these timelines line up, but apparently they do like, right. It's like, what um, the hell guys? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so it
1: was, it was pretty fun. Um, we had a couple uh news things we wanted to touch on real quick before we hop to our dark results. Uh, number one being following last week, we had the DDT pro wrestling announcement and their champion at the time, Konosuke Takashida, recently dropped the title at the 25th anniversary. And he this week announced he is on his way to AEW next month. So it sounds like, from what we know, this is kind of the guy that is, is being dubbed up as like. He's he's 26. I mean he's he's a star, right? He he's being dubbed up really high right now. And we know Kenny's a fan of him, so that's kind of cool at least. (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, he's on his way, so I was looking at the DDT roster, and their tag team champions right now are called the Calamari Drunken Kings. Love it. Chris Brooks and Mashiro Takanashi, so – that's awesome. The the calamari drunken kings. I,
0: I imagine those guys got drunk one night, ate ate, ate some uh, you know, octopus some, or whatever that is. Yeah, ate some calamari. And, or squid or whichever it is. I think it's squid, it's one of the two. Um and and like like bruh. And then we're like, fuck it, we're a tag team now. We're a tag we team, fuck it.
1: Yep. Send it in. First time champ for them. In New Japan, as I kind of briefly mentioned, um, I've been watching some of the New Japan Cup and we finally have our winner and Zach Saber Jr is this year's winner of the New Japan Cup. He went on, he beat Shingo Takagi. He beat Will Osprey and in the finals he beat Tetsuya Naito. So good for him. I mean, that's a gauntlet to beat. And Zach Saber has been crushing it. He that match with Will Osprey uh during the cup was a five-star match. I got around to watching it. It, it was fucking incredible. I love Zach Saber Jr. And when I'm watching this, I can't help but imagine Danielson's going to do one of these next year. Danielson's going to do a tour in New Japan. It's going to happen, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Because I cannot wait to see him wrestle some some of these guys. Danielson
0: versus Ishii?
1: Yeah, dude, it's going to be incredible.
0: Danielson versus Suzuki Speaking in, of Ishii, Ishii in a Japanese, got on Japanese the, death uh, match.
1: Ishii got on the multiverse of matches, which is Impact's Eight. show this week. So that should be pretty Eight. fun. I mean, honestly, that show looks pretty good, too.
0: i might watch some stuff on it but i'm not i just i don't know i have no faith in impact like
1: it's it's hard to want to watch the full thing bro i was
0: gonna start an impact review show for like a month on this show i kept talking about it and then i watched one show pay-per-view of theirs and it was so disappointing i was like nah dude i'm good
1: (laughs) and we also got for our last little bit of news here our super card of honor got two more um matches added we had Jay lethal versus lee moriarty which is just a singles match which is kind of interesting given uh, what happened with Lethal this week. And Josh Woods versus Wheeler Uta for the ROH Pure Championship. And if you're keeping count, Wheeler Utah is 0-4 when in, when in Peer Championship stuff. I saw that was pointed out this week. <laughs> like, well, it's a, it's a new <laughs> – I'm just imagining it's a restart, right? He's, he's won right. some medals in AEW now. Uh, exactly. So, so the card in total following those two is Swerve Strickland versus Alex Zane, the Briscoe Brothers versus FTR, which I know we're both. Pretty excited about and then Jonathan Gresham versus Bandita, which is gonna fucking kick ass. This card's nuts. I mean, on paper, if they if they announced that this was like I'm not on even, paper, that's the best card of the weekend. I mean, like yeah, it's it's beautiful, and I'm really excited for it. Um, I was gonna run through this uh, impact one, but nah, I mean they kind of can. I mean, they I got just, a lot uh, of crazy stuff on this to be honest. They're really living up to this multiverse name. So they got the Ultimate X for the Impact X Championship, which is Vincent versus Chris Bay. Big fan of Chris Bay here. Rich Swan, Willie Mack, Jordan Grace, and Trey Miguel. The Champ Champ Challenge. De- Deanna Peraza defends her ROH Women's title or her AAA title. Fatal 4-Way for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championship. Uh, Savannah Evans in Knockouts World Champion. Tasha Steele versus Rosemary and Havoc versus Giselle Shaw and Lady Frost versus Madison Raiden to steal Dashwood. Um, I got an ad blocking my fucking thing here. We nice. have Bullet Club versus Impact, which is Jay White versus Chris Sabin. I mean, I'm definitely think I'm gonna check out that match. New Japan Pro Wrestling versus Pro Wrestling Noah, which is Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Edwards. Interesting. ROH versus Impact, which is the Briscoes versus the Good Brothers, and then NWA versus Impact, which is Mickey James and Nick Aldis versus Chelsea Green and Matt Cardona. And Impact World Champion Moose and PCO versus Josh Alexander and Jonah. So that's a long card. Um, there's some good stuff on it, though. I mean, I, I definitely think I got to check out Jay White. You know, just yeah, just have to.
0: Um, it's so weird because they brought in Jay White for like two things in AEW, and it's like, yeah, he's gone. Bye. See you later.
1: Yeah, he, See you later he, pal. he came through the forbidden door to wrestle a match, and that's hey, that works. Um, All right then. Yeah, uh, Dark
0: Elevation time, huh? Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, on Dark Elevation, episode number 55, we opened up with Nyla Rose getting a squash over the Renegade, One, which one I'm not sure. Doesn't really matter because they're not getting signed anyway. <laughs> I know I have a renegade the sister. I, um, I wrote,
1: the doll break is fucked. I don't I, don't <laughs> I guess she snapped a doll, I guess.
0: Anyway, um, yeah, so speaking of uh, really creepy stuff, we had Julia Hart taking on Sky Blue. Um, So, the end of this match was just, like, awful. The pinning combination did not look good. Um, We both just went, like, what the fuck, while we were watching. Because we watched these shows together live, by the way, this week. So, we we, we did both uh have like comments throughout i don't even remember what i said about this these matches i just know that at the end of that we were just like what the fuck anyway um it was like uh bro we had the gun club taking on a couple of uh jobbies uh little job skis and uh it was some back and forth to it uh, colt 45 for the one i believe was how it was taken care of and
1: i wanted to point out colton selling was fantastic in this match
0: yeah, I mean, if there was, like, if, if you, if you know, I don't ever like to do this because tag teams are usually built upon both people being pretty decent if they're good tag teams. But, like, if there was a better person in the tag team, I guess it would be Colton. But, I mean, I don't really like to think about it like I that. I think that sets up well for the FTR thing, though, knowing he can sell that well. Up next, we had the match everybody wanted, uh, Top Flight versus Chaos Project. This match was just too long. Um, that's all I wrote about it. Um,
1: yeah, Dante Martin shined, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, he looked good. He always does. Uh, Next match, we had The Bunny and Emi Sakura taking on Ruby Soho and Anna Jay. Um, This was actually a wrestling match. Um, There was the first one that was actually like, it felt like a real wrestling match on this episode of Dark. Um, And it just carried for a little bit and uh, was ended by the No Future kick. Um, I don't even know who took the pin in this one. I don't really care. That's but but it's, really like, it's a nonsense correct. women's match. There's more women's matches on dark every week than there is on the main roster half the time. So it's like the main roster, like it's WWE, like hey on man, the main yeah, show. You know? I saw
1: a lot of people talking about this week. They, uh, it's the anniversary of that women's tag tournament they had. I mean, fault and which surprised everyone how good it was. And fall, I mean, we, oh, and next week we're starting a new one. When so, we see when know. we see a match like this, I am totally cool if they run another women's tag tournament because this. Guys, I'm like, if you have not seen this, it actually was really good.
0: Well, we know we're getting the first Owen. What women's qualifier, right? Like, yeah. Which
1: we'll have, we'll have some light predictions at the end of who we think that could be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lance Archer had a promo on Dark that they really wanted to make a big deal out of for some reason. I mean, I guess because of what he was going to go up on to do on, you know, the shows. But I mean, like, whatever. Who cares. Um, the Factory versus the Dark Order happened. Uh, Uno and Grayson was the combo for the Dark Order. Um, there was some good combo offense. Uh, you know, uh, I thought this was the best match on the show, and that's, I guess, the main event should be. Yeah. Um, I remember even saying at the time that like, the Nyla Rose squash was fine, and it closing with the Dark Order versus the Factory was good. Uh, you know, It was ended with the Spin Doctor by... It was just—it was just your classic, um, you know, chaotic dark order match. AEW know?
1: tag team match, man. It you put it on expecting good wrestling, no matter who it is, and it delivers. This is what you. Oh, hope I believe
0: for. this was also like a four, like a like an eight man match, right? Like, yeah. Because um, Stu because- and
1: Uno looked fantastic in there together.
0: Well because they were like a tag team for years yep. on the Indies. They just, you know.
1: Udo looking was great by both the way. Masks. He, he, uh, my
0: complaint at the end of the show, I remember saying to you, was that we didn't have any major stars on this episode of Dark Elevation. And we would get some more of them on Dark, but like I feel like Dark is just like the nerd show right now. You know, give me Danielson, give me Punk, give me Hangman, give me Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Cole, Fish, O'Reilly, Nice, Lethal, any of these people, give me those regularly and it feel feel more important, but like giving nobody any reason like and i'm not discounting any of the people that were on this show ruby soho is a star dante dante martins working his way into being a star the guns club as well nyla rose is a star but like the factory and the dark order and i mean chaos project uh, anna j i guess is kind of a star but they've never really put any like
1: she's getting there
0: you yeah. know like uh, so you know, it needs more It needs more big big names for people to go and watch it. Otherwise, it's just going to stay as it is. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and I had Dark this week. Uh, Garrett, do you have the number on you? I do not. Dark episode 135, I believe. Holy shit. Nice. 135. Um, yeah, we had a couple debuts this week, so it was pretty cool. Uh, we opened up with Jay Lethal versus JD Drake. <laughs> Elizabeth Elizabeth. Uh, Jay Lethal ended up picking up the victory here. There's a couple funny spots with the wingmen. Um honestly the story here is Jay Lethal is just so damn smooth. He won with the lethal injection. He had an in-ring promo after, and this is just kind of setting up his his he had a big match this week with Adam Cole, so. Dasha should be fired for not hitting the Elizabeth. <laughs> and he he just bleeds charisma, dude. Absolutely. He bleeds it. The Butcher and the Blade defeated Sean Dean and Carly Bravo. Um I thought Sean Dean had some nice combos here, but to me. The butcher looked incredible and a beautiful finisher. And I also wanted to point—I forgot to say this during my favorite—the um, butcher and Darby Allen. They continued that great chemistry together. Yes, those guys. It's you know, Darby just likes fucking pain, and Butcher likes delivering the pain. So talk about a great combo. <laughs> exactly. Comment. Anthony Agogo defeated uh, an enhancement talent here. He he delivered the signature knockout for the victory. I still have no idea what the plan is for Agogo. I'm getting a little worried. It's – I actually don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) Nyla Rose had a great uh, uh, win here against Casey Lennox. This is a really good finisher again, the Beast Bomb. Um, Lennox sold the hell out of it. So then kind of the match we really – that everyone's going to want to get into here was Blake Christian, and he defeated Rohit Raju, who was Hakeem Zayn, former Impact X Division champion. Uh Blake Christian's one of the guys we often mentioned on here when we were talking about Anthony Green, Alex Zane, you know, that group of guys that were on 205 Live that got pretty much all deleted at the same time. Deleted! And Christian's been wrestling on GCW. He's now wrestling in AEW. And it's he delivered to me, man. I mean, he had some great ground wrestling. He's very smooth. Good I thought, floppy dudes. Good floppy dudes. I thought Raju looked great. I actually, this was my first time seeing Hakeem Zane. Rahi um, Raju, so I, I I dug it, man. I think those guys had some good chemistry. But my God, only giving this match three minutes, I think was a bit of a missed call. I'm guessing they were kind of just rushing shit out. I, I feel like this would have been a if this, this would have been dark like feel a lot more rushed than elevation. If this would have been like a good eight nine minutes, this would have been nuts. This would have been a great match, I think. And if it was longer, I would have. I think we could have tossed it up for contender, but. It wasn't, and hey. And then we really start flying. That was kind of the beginning of the end here. Everything else is quite literally like less than a minute about. The Acclaimed defeated the Skulk. I like that name. The main, the main point here is the Acclaimed said they're a malnourished version of us. I wrote in my notes, Max killed him on the mic, Anthony killed him in the ring, you know? Perfect. AQA defeated Valentina Rossi. AQA's got a nice theme there. Um. Yeah, she, she pinned her with a rolling neckbreaker. So I guess uh, not always using the, is it a shooting star press? Yes. So not I always so. using that. Another match that I thought was pretty decent and I would have been cool if we give it more time. Maybe instead of 14 matches, we have, you know, eight and give some of these some time. Tony Nice defeating Karem. I mean, that guy looks great. That, that, he I looks know, interesting. K- yeah. Kareem, Karem. Karam, Karam yeah, he looks. He has a great look, and running niece. By the way. He 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 looked bigger than Nice, which is not easy to do. Niece's Tony
0: Nice needs to be used more. So does Bobby yeah. Fish. So does Kylo Riley. All these people could be your people if you want to have random matches on dark. My guess to for Tony
1: Niece is. Konosuke Takashida's first first match.
0: Possibly, I, 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 I can, can see, see that.
1: It. I could see that's where the direction. I want to see, see Tony
0: moves. Niece pulling a gun club, even though he was doing it first, and start standing outside of people's matches again while they're wrestling.
1: Like, that was I would fun. love to see Why, him do that. Why'd you at the kill next his gimmick? End, at the next why'd you Michael give his gimmick to the or... Gun Club? Like, come on. Yeah, right. Uh, Avidon defeated Angela Risk. Uh, just, you know, signature DDT, easy. The Gun Club defeated the Brick City Boys in 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm a little what excited name? with that name. We got caught up on their name so much. Dude, and it, and it was They gun. got beat so quick. Mercedes Martinez defeated Gemma Jules. We were like, dude, this is going to be a sick team. And then they got immediately destroyed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Gemma Jules, uh, even, I'm not, I didn't point this out. Taz pointed this out. Taz was like, yeah, you could tell she hasn't been in the ring that long. I think yeah. she was probably just one of those girls that's in her first year of wrestling or maybe, Hey, she's been doing it a long time and it just doesn't have it down like everyone else. Either way, good for her for getting on the show. Um, she sold the finisher well. Yes. Varsity blondes picked up a victory. Um, the Julia Hart thing with her just sitting there. I don't, I don't care. I don't care anymore. I'm done with that. <laughs> I don't care about anything. Wrestling is bad. Marina no. Shafir <laughs> defeated Layla Gray. This was quick. Uh, I believe. I still don't know
0: where they're going with Marina Shafir. Clearly, she's um signed in some way, but she's not fully signed. Like they have maybe the heart, Maybe this heart cup she uh, gets on TV. That's maybe that's what she does. Maybe the deal is like if she wins, she'll get signed or something officially.
1: Like I don't know. And then our main event, Powerhouse Hobbs killed. Powerhouse. Uh, the torture rack victory, yeah,
0: Fuego del Job,
1: Fuego del Job, and I mean that was it for Dark for us. I mean, Dark was uh, it was I lame. I don't like when they do this. I don't like having 14 matches and the literal entirety of it, except for quite literally. How many of these people were on TV this week? Even
0: like, like really, like um, I think a good amount of them were. I mean, kind of, but, like...
1: Yeah, Lethal, Butcher and the Blade, Nyla Rose...
0: But how many of them, like, were in, like, that weren't, like, just, like, the eighth person in a match or something? No, but, yeah,
1: no, that... I I didn't have a problem with that. I just... To me, it's these, uh... 14 card... 14 match cards with our longest one being, like, 3 minutes 30 seconds.
0: That is kind of crazy. Like, they must have just been, like, nah, fuck, these fans don't get any dark matches this week, (laughs)
1: like... I don't know. That, to me, it gets a little... Uh...
0: I mean, in order to do that, you would literally have to... I mean, realistically, you'd have to... Um, you'd have to just cut all the matches in between all these matches where you recorded that were, like, longer than five minutes, you know, like... Which means that all these different shows... These are pro- probably all from a bunch of different shows because I don't think you would have, like, 15 squash matches before.
1: And <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like... So- I don't know. Interesting. Interesting notes there. But I guess that'll take us into Dynamite now.
0: Yeah. Uh, we already talked about the opening two matches. Of yeah, Dynamite. we talked about the opening um, two
1: matches. There was a Chris Jericho backstage interview in, in between those. Pretty much just talking about you're not going to see Proud and Powerful and Eddie Kingston around here anymore. And they're just kind of selling the new name and selling the fact that they made an event tonight um after so how do
0: you feel about the new names for uh parker and lee
1: oh i think they're completely outrageous and they work in every way <laughs> daddy magic matt menard and cool hand Ange. I-, I i know their names like the back of my hand already that's how you know they sold it daddy magic matt menard and that guy is his faces are going to be memed and it's going to get him over
0: it's just that they chose, like, some WWE goofy names, but I think they did that on purpose. Um, Agreed. They're sports entertainers. Exactly. <laughs>
1: uh, All so right. Yeah. And then after the eight-man tag, backstage Tony Schiavone is with Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. Cash says Dax put on a show and wrestled from his heart. Cash calls All Gun Club and said Austin and Colton leech off their dad's respect in the business. He says that those guys are the best tag team in the world, and they'll face them next Wednesday. And he, he also talks about, you know, I'm not gonna call he's gonna call him the Ass Boys, but he's like, I'm not I'm not gonna call you by your gimmick name. This felt <laughs> real. This, this was a heated promo and it felt real from Dax. And it just reaffirms the fact that if Dax was wrestling in the eighties, the guy would have been a megastar. Oh yeah, Dax
0: would have been like a singles champion and He he would have been from, one of the like... biggest
1: names in the business if Dax was in the eighties. It's just it's just, hey, hey man. Different eras. We then go from that to another tag match. And another star performance of Sean Moxley and Brian Danielson versus the varsity blondes. The varsity blondes got the job entrance, bro. They did. Julia Hart sat there like on the steps again the entire time, by the way, even in the promo after, which we'll talk about in a second. But I mean, look, this was this was perfectly fine. There was again some good moments. Garrison, I feel like, took some pain this match. <laughs>
0: um and during the first picture in picture segment i just happened to be looking over at the <laughs> screen um, yeah and pillman was doing some good stuff okay um, it sucks because they cut all the stuff that pillman and garrison did pretty much like um yeah this but, was the I first mean, time
1: we had to start getting to some commercials and it, this this match yeah a little and bit. i was
0: fine with that because this match didn't need to be like i wasn't like on paper like oh this is gonna be incredible like they're all good wrestlers but it's gonna be mostly a match for moxley danielson so just to show I'm, what they can
1: do i'm loving the story that we're getting with danielson and moxley dude are we getting a story? I mean, we're getting it's, a story
0: with them. But yeah, like, are the, we getting the
1: story is they're going to run through the entire tag division until they get to the titles. And... Do you
0: know what I wrote in my notes during this? I want them to be in a feud now. I don't want them to just be, like, it's, fighting everybody. I want them to actually it's gonna be It's going to happen after Battle of the, of the
1: Belts. So I think they're going to do this throughout probably, like, another two Dynamites, maybe three, depending on where that lines up with Battle of the Belts. I think it's two more, right? Yeah, they're going uh, to so. keep going up the ranks here, right? You had Henry and Drake. Taylor and Yuta, now the Varsity Blondes. Who is next? Who is the next babyface team they can face, right? And I'm sure we could we could think pick it if we thought about it long enough Top flight. I would love it. And I think they're going to beat these babyface teams. And then after Battle of the Belts, I think that's when the feud starts with Jurassic Express. They're going to be 6 and 0 as a tag team. It's going to make too much sense. You can have the Young Bucks and FTR do their thing. Hey, maybe maybe it's against Red Dragon. Maybe they decide, "Hey, Blackpool Combat Club is the babyfaces." Maybe that's the route, but yeah, it's, uh, the view I want, which is Blackpool
0: combat club versus, versus the house of black. I, I'm loving the story of, can you imagine the promos in that? Oh my God.
1: Yeah. I, I just, I, I'm, it'd be awesome. I'm loving how the story of these guys is the wrestling matches and just beating the shit out of every team on the roster. And we finally got a name, Garrett. I I love the name. This fits. It's, it's something out there I would have never guessed in a million years. The the Blackpool seal of approval is, you know, what Moxley was saying you're gonna get. It's I feel like more of the story of these guys relies after the match, because the match they just whoop their ass. That's that's the goal here, right? Yeah. We're gonna get the five star, you know, super fucking wrestling match, probably at the pay per view against whoever it is, when another team's finally on their quote unquote level. So, anything else you got from this match and uh, segment?
0: It was just a really good, just a good match. Like three 3 back-to-back matches, just incredible stuff. Um, and it continue to flow well from here.
1: Yeah, it, it really did. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Maybe we could see them face that, that are baby faces, but... Baby faces. I mean, yeah, like... Right? Um, you don't want to run these guys against Proud and Powerful and just crush them.
0: Um, baby Faces. Just trying to think, to like, who is, See, I would
1: have thought maybe Dark Order. The only ex, way you can go with them. Fuck it. Just oh, fuck it. Loot the fuck. But I'm against the champions, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I think they're going to just start beating a couple teams up here these next couple weeks. And yeah, it's good. This is fun. This reminds me. I can't, I don't know how to relate this, but
0: you can't it, do Darby and Sting Cause like Darby feels like he's going after the yep. TNT title right now. Right? Like, so this
1: reminds me of the Mandalorian. Where the story is the journey. The story here is gonna, we know where it's going. It's, it's gonna be the type that tag team championship match and it's gonna be fucking fantastic. And yeah, then we had to break. I've spoken. I've spoken. <laughs> That's beautiful. We head back from break and MJF makes his way down to the ring. And it was, this was MJF pretty much cutting a promo on Wardlow saying, Kind of, kind of what we thought where this feud would go. And, you know, Wardlow isn't signed to AEW. Wardlow signed to MJF. Bro, MJF fucking Mustafa Ali did. He he literally did, and that's what makes this so much fucking better. Wardlow is going to be paid to sit at home and not do anything, and I love that AEW actually took him off the roster on the website. It's little things like that that you love. And I don't know. He's really trying to sell this pig line. It didn't really work for me. The the whole pig thing.
0: And to me, it's just like he's just adding it in there. He's going to keep saying, yeah. it. like he's done this before with other people, where he comes up with a nickname for them, and it's not that actually that creative or good." But he does. He says it in a way that it becomes, you know.
1: Yeah, the best line to me was when he was talking about he's going to make his life a living hell, and he's going to put Ward the one across just like Jesus. He said <laughs> that because they were in the south. Yeah, I mean, you no, know, like I thought that was pretty good. Um, his stank mother that was pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, look, this is it's really hard to sell me these security segments, but
0: yeah. Cause it feels very WWE, right? I don't, like, I
1: don't, I yeah, just, it's really, really hard to sell me security segments because of what we're so used to. But
0: well, also, cause we've seen Wardlow and other guys like Wardlow, like just like throw these guys around. So like, he knows, we know if he really wanted to, that he could like,
1: I thought this was interesting of MJF saying the pinnacle isn't over. It's starting next week with FTR in action, you're about to move up with the company. And Spears says, when you're not in the pinnacle when you're in the pinnacle, you're always on top. Garrett, do you think we're gonna get new people in the pinnacle?
0: I mean, I think that the FTR, if they, got, if they want to run babyface with Bret Hart, that there's no way they can they still can't be the in the You can't be
1: with MJF, no.
0: So I think maybe they'll betray him slowly, but I don't think it'll be like right away. So I think Bret Hart might be like a at all, uh, what is it, all out? Not all out, what's the next pay-per-view? I uh, got a pitch
1: for you for the next pinnacle member. right? You ready? What? Yeah. This is where Miro returns. Okay. As the pinnacle's heater. I could see it. He fits right? the pinnacle.
0: I talked about this a while back. He fits the pinnacle he fits still. It. If he hadn't been injured, that's what I was thinking they're probably gonna go with it, right? Because like, the pinnacle was really on top at the time too. So and it would have been interesting, especially if you wanted to start that Wardlow feud if they had another monster in there and he could start acting like he's gonna replace him with Miro. You know what I mean? Like
1: I think that would be a perfect new heater for them. It would work.
0: And then you can get M- Miro versus Wardlow at the pay per view.
1: Yeah, and oh man. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You just sold me that. Easy. Or if they're bringing in new members and it's someone we'd like to see on TV more, maybe Tony Nese. I I would be very cool with the Tony Nese heel turn here being a part of the new pinnacle They'd give him a big spot. Just like I know a lot of people aren't happy with Daniel Garcia in this new spot. But look, the reality is he's now in one of the he's now on the top of the card. Yeah, he's
0: with the main eventer. Like he,
1: Daniel Garcia is now at the top of the card in this group, and it's good for him. I'll be right back. I need to use the restroom. Yeah, inside. no problem. And I'll just start us off in this next segment. Then while he's gone, and all right, we got Wheeler, you to Trent, Chuck Taylor, and Orange Cassidy backstage with Tony Schiavone. Tony asks Wheeler about what happened last week between he and William Regal, John Moxley, and Brian Danielson. Wheeler begins to speak, but Trent interrupts and says he never liked Wheeler. I'm guessing now we're probably going to most likely go into a Trent versus Yuta match, which I'm cool with. Trent says Chuck and Cassidy train him and let him sleep on the couch and ask Wheeler if he's going to repay them by joining William Regal's tough guy club. And Trent says he's done with Wheeler and Wheeler tells him, look, I love Chuck and Cassidy to death, but I've never liked you. And Wheeler says he's trying to be the best friend that he can be, which is kind of a funny little line given the group. He wants to be the best wrestler that he can be. Wheeler cuts. Shivani kicks it back, and that's where we get Adam Cole versus Jay Lethal. And yeah, I mean, talk about a fun little match. And Cole versus Wheeler here. So, this, Garrett, it was also announced the week before. I was looking really excited at this because we've been talking about, look, where's Jay Lethal going? He's been winning just about every week on Dark, sometimes both, with that beautiful move, the Lethal Injection, which, oh my God. He hit one this match, and it was fucking. No, we did. He. I can't remember now. He he went for it a couple times. I think he got it once and then got cheated and then lost. Which by the way, guys, I know Adam Cole's heel. Adam Cole doesn't need to cheat every time to win. We will believe Adam Cole if he wins. Okay? Throwing that out there, guys. Just just I mean, yeah, just laying that one out there. It's believable Adam Cole can win on his own. I mean <laughs> it's it's a little bit repetitive booking when you keep doing that with him, right?
0: I mean, it is also a little silly, too, when you add that on top of the fact that he also had the, the only loss he's had has been in a
1: non-sanctioned match. So it's like his only real loss anyway. You know I mean, like, yeah, that wasn't for the title loss. Right. So, look, I think Adam Cole doesn't need to have this happen every single time. Um,
0: <laughs> I actually wrote in my notes, I'm surprised this wasn't a match on dark or something, you know, because normally when people come in, that's what. Adam Cole does is he has a match with them. He has to kind of throw that away. I guess they just don't want to have stars on dark anymore.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Well, I definitely, I don't know. It's weird, right? I wouldn't mind it if he was on there, but this, this was really fun. This was another fun match. The show was, uh, I think it was needing this right here. The I, I disagree. I long. thought
0: that to this point, the structure of the card was really well, built. I felt coming out of the wheeler, you to being thrown out of, uh, of of uh his
1: well I was just saying brothers, I think we needed a, a, we needed a match now. We are ready for it. We are we are Oh I agree because we had like back to back promo yeah, which we, we were also yeah. coming out of the Mox promo.
0: So it's like yeah I know. I'm just saying I was
1: like, like I think just the pace was we were ready for a match and look I think the story here between lethal um Lethal saying you know it's maybe it's time for something new. So I I I do have a little heat here with the end of this match. Um so besides okay. the cheating to win, Adam Cole calls out Hangman. stole the win at Revolution. Says he pinned Jungle Boy in the tag last meet. She stared at Paige's eyes and he saw fear. I like it. I like that. And then Hangman comes out, starts getting wailed on. And my God, Jurassic Express is doing the same fucking thing every episode. They're sprinting to the ring, looking like geeks. Yeah, they don't ever defend their titles. They're you know? sprinting to the ring, looking like geeks, chasing Red Dragon. I really don't like what they're doing with with, with Jurassic Express these past couple of weeks. It's really... It's like
0: Jurassic Express suffers from the same problem that the, that the Lucha Bros did. They just are too good in the ring to not just... You can't throw them on every week because then that has to be your main event, you know, like but like or if it's not it has to open the show and so like and then they have to follow that so it's like it's you you book yourself into these corners when you put certain people as champion it sucks
1: yeah but I just like, I really hate that our tag champs are, are bundled I know why they're doing it right I it's get so it.
0: weird in a company with some of the best tag team wrestling in the world if not the best they cannot ever put the belt on somebody convincing
1: it's crazy you know like I feel like the week-to-week segments take hits. They once the once the title reign starts going, these week to week segments keep fucking getting awful. I mean, this how long horrible.
0: did FTR hold the titles for originally when they had them? Like
1: they have them a pretty decent amount of time. Maybe um, I mean,
0: that just needs to be what happens. I mean, they just hold the championships forever and they never go to anyone else.
1: Well, I mean that's that's the problem, right? Everyone needs their reign. So I don't know, man. FTR still had the shortest reign. They only had six. I mean, if you days. put
0: it on top flight, like, that'd be incredible, but that's not gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like.
1: Oh no, not yet. And look, I, I think following this, the show really took a weird turn. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. The match was great though. So I'm gonna take it back to the match. What did you think of the match? Uh
0: the match itself was was good. Yeah. I mean i I, I don't know like i just i want to see more i want to see more direction from some of these storylines right now if that makes any sense you know like
1: because right now it feels like we're just entirely focused on battle of the belts and everyone else kind of just
0: because battle of the belts is kind of a flux pay-per-view where like people do you remember what happened last time originally uh the tag champions at the time weren't going to be feuding with ftr still but then something that happened to that show made the And bounce back the other way or something like that with some championship view like that, where originally we didn't think so. It's almost like it can change the course of the storyline. So that's, what's going to happen. So like, I don't know, like it, it feels like we should know where we're going. I don't know. Like roughly anyway, you know, like, I don't know. The uncertainty makes me like, I don't know if it's going to be good or not, you know, like,
1: yeah, I I think battle of the belts is going to be tag titles, world title, and probably Jade right I'm assuming we're going to get I, they Jade should pull some BS and have like a Ring of Honor title on there somehow like oh no 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 it's not going to be Jade it's going to be the FTW yep yep it's going to be FTW we just had an FTW title match it's going to be though, Ricky like... Starks versus Keith Lee and, and Keith Lee's going to oh, win oh true actually yeah yep that remember we've been calling that for as soon as they started this feud, it's like, oh, Keith Lee's gonna win. I still it, think
0: the acclaim should join Team Taz, and I don't care what people are gonna say about that, but like, I genuinely think that that would be a good addition because it would be. so it's kind of <laughs> we didn't even talk. Imagine about if this Hook at all? had an actual rapper to rap him out to the ring, bro. Come okay.
1: on, i uh, oh, hook at a great segment. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, that we both kind of agree that our tag champs are doing the same fucking thing week after week, it's kind of driving me nuts.
0: It's lame. And Speaking God, of doing the same thing week after week. No, I'm just kidding. We're actually not on that segment yet.
1: We get back from the break, and former TNT champion Sammy Guevara is in the ring alongside Tay Conti, and this was the most sports entertainment of the week here. Uh Sammy really? says that his body pays for all the work that he does, but it's worth it. Tay grabs the mic and calls out Paige Van Sant. Dan Lambert makes his way out with Ethan and Scorpio Sky. I don't like Lambert wearing that title. Still, it's it's really dorky. Get rid of the other title. I'm telling you, if you want to do the interim championship thing,
0: get rid of the other championship once you've unified them. Otherwise, you cannot set that precedent going forward because then they have to do the same thing. Yeah. Like... Sammy, I, I, I feel like, didn't want to let that shit go because I, I literally, I, I wish, and I hope that Sammy was just being sarcastic, and I just couldn't tell in his vlog when he said that it's like the t- time John Cena won the championship for Randy Orton and they w- went around with the two belts, which is literally talked about as one of the worst things they ever did in <laughs> WWE with those championships is when they unified them and they didn't actually just make one championship, which eventually they just did anyway, you know, like. So, yeah, and, again, I hope he was joking about that, but I could see him actually thinking that logic through, and because I could almost see it, but I'm like, but also only, like, if you really have two separate belts. Like, if someone did, like, was TNT champion and won the FTW championship off Stark's say. like, I could see them doing a similar thing like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like
1: what they were doing with Kenny. With when the he was same
0: championship off. twice? Like, this is UFC or something? Like... No. And even then, in UFC, they and don't. If, if it's interim champions, I think they just combine them at the end. So, like, exactly. I like that sports-centric feel, but get rid of the other belt once it's fucking been settled. Like,
1: ah. Uh. And this this feud is is I'm just straight up. This is awful. This is really bad. This Sammy Guevara and Taiganti apparently pulled a page. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get into that here in a second, and. So Lambert's pretty much saying Sammy can't touch Scorpio. He puts over America top team as well as Ethan. Sky and Paige laugh. They leave. Lambert kisses the TNT title and says Sammy can kiss his title goodbye. And this is, I mean, Sam is like, he knows that he and Tay live rent-free in Lambert's head, but knowing what he and Tay did on the belt, they're also living in Lambert's mouth. That's funny. I I was like, that's pretty good. It's pretty clever. Lambert freaks out. I'm like, okay, is this where we're going to drop the title? Are we getting rid of it? No. no. That was hopeful thinking. The answer is no. That was hopeful thinking. Um, I don't know. He also... Uh, Lambert in his promo also mentioned you can check out Page's OnlyFans. Or uh, not Page. <laughs> yeah, Page. Jesus, there's two of them. Page Van Zant. What the fuck? Ethan Page and Page Van Zandt. That's annoying. I don't like that. And, and Adam Page. Oh, Jesus. And so, yeah, I mean, this just makes Sammy and Ty Conti look completely unlikable. This... I mean, I even saw Eddie Kingston, and we all know Eddie doesn't give a fuck, bro. He's going to tell you like it is. Eddie Kingston on Twitter was posting some shade, like, pretty much saying, look, isn't this the title that we're supposed to remember Brody for? And you're you're posting Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara pretty much posting naked with the title on Twitter after. Like, oh, uh, man. I don't know. This... Well, well, actually, it was the it was actually the uh, the interim belt that we did it with. Shut the fuck yeah, up. This just makes Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara's characters not them as not them as actual people. We're talking about their characters. This makes their characters feel completely unlikable. And I I think Sammy gets booed now. I'm not even kidding you. They're gonna they could turn this around and be like, oh, you're just jealous of us. And it, maybe it could work if they're actually gonna turn Sammy heel. But Garrett. If they turn Sammy heel, he has to go out on, on the next
0: promo and be like, I'm the man that made Cody Rhodes a leave AEW. That could work.
1: And I just think... Sammy Guevara joins the pinnacle. <laughs> Ew. And I just think Scorpio Sky needs to get the fuck away from this because I do not want his title feud being in this sports entertainment segment. <laughs> I don't know. It's, you know what I mean? It's kind of funny. Calling it a sports entertainment, saying it's the most sports entertainment <laughs> Ironically, when when Jericho
0: You know what the double irony of that that sports entertainment crap is they're literally doing pro wrestling to do sports entertainment. Like it's not like I don't I don't think just Jericho's gonna like alter his moveset that significantly, you know, like No. Although if he starts hitting his WWE moveset, I might pop a little bit. I'm not gonna yeah, right? lie.
1: But I mean, yeah, you got anything else from this?
0: Get it off my fucking screen, please. I, I hate it.
1: I hate it straight up. Red Velvet vs. Layla, this match. Was it was starting off. Also, get it off my screen. Speaking of doing the same thing every week. <sighs> yeah, it was starting out all right, and then it gets a little weird. I love love Hirsch going and grabbing two things. She grabbed the turnbuckle hook and stuck it in her shorts and hit that instead. I on paper, I love the idea. Execution was pretty bad. It requires the ref to be literally brain dead. But yes, and the, but but the ref was even like, "Wait a minute, I just took this." Wait a minute. But yeah, and Layla wins. I mean this is good for Layla. I'm um, she they're they're getting her, her wins back for eating the pin for Thunder Rosa after winning on pay-per-view. Which is fine. I mean I like Layla, so. You
0: I like it. Layla as well. I just don't I I don't know where they're going with her, and I don't think they do either, so
1: And Chris Statlander comes down to make the save, so Maybe
0: after Thunder Rosa if she survives Nyla Rose Maybe she goes, oh, I can say Layla next. I think, I mean, I think Layla
1: and, and the – I think what's going to be a little funny here is Layla and Chris are going to face in this tournament. I think that's what's going to end up yeah, happening. Yeah, I
0: mean, for sure. And Maybe maybe Red Velvet will also be in the tournament and she'll face her in the second round or something. I don't know, to run all this back because, yeah. you know, nothing is sacred anymore. Um, uh,
1: we get TBS champion. We got the worst
0: first segment in new champion history coming up, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. It, this This show took a weird turn, dude. Um, Cargill is doing her promo. She tells Tony to cut the shit. This, I mean, she, she knows her character. She's making her party preparations ahead of the 30 and of her start and all, all that. You would think this is going to lead to maybe someone jumping her before she gets 30. No, but they just did that with Serena and Hikaru Shida. So I don't know. Um, I mean, look, Cargill knows her character. Her character is great. Let's uh, get her on TV a little more next week then. She also is going to start uh, having a baddies only section. Which, hey, bro, I'm cool, and I, I loved the wrestlers like Sean Dean saying like, "Hey, man, if you see my follower count going up, don't ask questions. <laughs> if you see my following count going up, <laughs> I thought that was pretty good." Uh, Tony Schiavone makes his way to the entrance ramp, and out comes new AEW Women's Champion Thunder Rosa. Vicky interrupts, uh, makes a racial comment. <laughs> And Nyla Rose attacks uh, Rosa from behind. Garrett, what did you think? Yeah, it Garrett? looked like Rosa was about to slap the taste out of Vicky's mouth. Like <sighs> Nyla Rose, man, she uh, she seems to always be the first challenger. So, battle the belts, or are we going all the way to double or not? I don't know, man.
0: Who knows? Who cares? This was they awesome. ruined the first segment for their new champion. I mean, like, what else do we expect? Like and, and
1: they proved even more on Rampage that Nyla can talk on her own. She doesn't need Vicky anymore, guys. Let's let's move on here. Yeah, this was a weird after that insane start, we got like a really weird like twenty-five minutes here. That was like
0: Huh. You know what, fuck it. Send Vicky to get the three Joshi women back. Give me I mean Sakura, give me Mesa Ruga, and give me Lulu <laughs> Pencil and have Vicky be the manager of them. Fuck it.
1: Yeah, and I mean look, this it was a little weird. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. How do you guys feel? Jericho Appreciation Society versus Dark Order, Silver and Reynolds. And yeah, I mean Daniel Garcia with some new gear. I kinda popped right away. I'm like, oh yeah. It's time for Danny Boy. They're still singing. Danny boy. And look, I, I, this was this was a, a little bit of a quicker main event. One one quick uh, tag break or uh, commercial break, and uh, that was it. I mean, I thought Johnny Hungy looked good, but I feel like I compliment him every single time he fucking wrestles. Yeah, he he does the bulk of the wrestling in every match that he's in. I feel like he does. Daniel Garcia looked good, and you know what. I'm happy for Daniel Garcia to wrestle with Chris Jericho in the main event of AEW Dynamite. Good for him. Good for Silver to wrestle against Chris Jericho because you know what? Two years ago, three years ago, do you think these guys ever thought this shit would happen? Fuck no. They dreamed it, but look at him now in the main event with Chris Jericho. So fucking Wrestling Hall of Famer right there. You got anything else from that main event match? I, I loved it. Like You said it best, Silver carrying the bulk of the of the work there.
0: Uh, I wrote down that I liked the way they cheated in this match. I don't remember what specifically it was. Um, it must've just been different than what we normally see. So, um, I forget, but anyway, yeah, it was good stuff. I, I really enjoyed it. It's a good way. The, the shows are bookended. Well, yeah, both, both shows
1: this week. So, and this show was off to just an insane start. It got, it got a little weird there, but Hey, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Sometimes, not every segment's going to work. That's just perfect. And I'm sure some people fucking loved that stuff. There's some people that ate that shit up. But like,
0: sure. you know what? Okay, small complaint here before we move on. Yep. This is the second week in a row where we started a new women's feud on TV. Hikaru Shida and, and Sh- Serena reunited, and we didn't get a follow-up to it the next week at all.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I don't know. I, I would have... Honestly, I would have been cool if that made evented rampage this week, but
0: yeah. Nonetheless, it's going to be a battle of the belts in between match, I'm telling you, man.
1: Hey, nonetheless, we got kicking off on Rampage. We had Te- uh, Excalibur, Taz and Chris Jericho on commentary. Empire Strikes Back was running before it again. Love it. Uh, did, did you happen to catch any of Empire Strikes Back running before it?
0: <laughs> I did not. I threw I can't it all lie, uh
1: there. my roommate now who you know, uh <laughs> We got like the last 15 minutes of it. It was pretty good. Um, Dustin Rhodes and Lance Archer. They kind of tease this up on Dynamite. You know they're they're bringing this back from 2020. They had a, a match in the TNT tournament back in 2020. And I mean, everyone's boy. like, "You're crazy." They're not doing anything
0: with Lance Archer. You're all fucking wrong. All right, dude. Anyway, this um, is
1: clearly the plan, and. It, They're going to feud him with Dustin Rhodes, which I'm fine with. It
0: looks like he is officially, like, American top team. I don't know if he's, like, a part of that or what he's a part of. Here's the thing also.
1: Dan Lambert didn't have the title when he's working with Archer. I genuinely think they're trying to book Dan Lambert in two separate characters. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding you. He doesn't mention Scorpio when he's near that guy. It's true. Right? It's kind of weird, dude. I just think they they don't want Jake the Snake every week, so they're going to have Dan Lambert fill it. Yeah, but I'm cool if Scorpio kicks this guy to the side. But I mean, look, it, it, we just got to see. We got to wait and see. Um, some pre-match shenanigans here, but this this got this got going pretty fast. This was a hard-hitting match. I I kind of figured there was going to be some blood, which there was. Um, the story here is after the match, Archer beat the living shit out of him. Um.
0: It's like a payoff to everything that he's been doing on Dark the last few months, yeah. you know? Like
1: Dustin Rhodes beat him, and Archer's pissed. He's tired of this. He he wants to win when it matters, and he freaked out. He started laying waste to the natural, and look, I think this is going to be a pretty fun feud. I, th- I think it actually might be fun.
0: Yeah, this will be like one of those matches on Double or Nothing, likely, that it's just going to be like, man, this is just brutal, but this is going to yeah. be one of those bloody matches, yeah, you everyone, know?
1: Who knows how much longer Dustin Rhodes is wrestling, so... We love seeing them in...
0: Especially with Cody gone. Like, you'd think... Like, because they never even... Did they ever even have, like, an actual tag run? Like... nope,
1: not a tag run. So, they just had that so, beautiful match at Double or Nothing. And... Yeah, it's... uh, This was fine. I, I don't think this is going to be a match for everyone. This was a lot different from the matches we had the night before. And we talk about... But some people love their brutal matches. So, I'm sure this is some people's favorite match of the weekend. Or the week. So... Anything else you got from this one? Yeah, it was just a
0: brutal meeting. Like you said, it was a great way to open the show. Not much more to add besides that.
1: Yeah, so Lexi Nair is backstage, and she interviewed... Jay Lethal? She interviews Jay Lethal, and Jay Lethal's talking about he might need to switch it up.
0: Yeah, we we mentioned this segment a couple of times. Like, it's interesting that he's going back to Ring of Honor when he's trying to figure things out. Like, maybe he is genuinely just going to land back in Ring of Honor, like I've suggested. Like, uh, who knows?
1: He says the only two guys that beat him were Ricky Starks and Adam Cole, and they had to cheat to do it, which is kind of bad. I don't know, well, we won't say it. Uh, he also lost to Sammy Guevara on his debut, but that doesn't seem to be bothering him because, I mean, Sammy Guevara was on the ultimate hot streak. He's, he keeps saying there has to be a better way. I don't want a gimmick change. I like this gimmick. I don't want him to turn to heel, Garrett. I like this stuff. It's
0: time for him to kill everyone.
1: I like it, though.
0: No one will survive.
1: I feel like he's a good baby face. I know. No one will survive. I, I'm going to be a little sad if he completely changes his gimmick, but I'll get it. I get it, right? That's the way it is.
0: He needs to be a heel when he faces Gargano. All right, anyway.
1: Um... Fuego Del Sol got a live mic. <laughs> <And> <laughs> he's. I, I don't know why I liked this so much, but I did. <laughs> it's cause it's like
0: he got a Fuego Del Beating
1: he did and Fuego got the mic and it's like oh god I, I could almost feel his nerves a little bit but he crushed it he, he, I'm not talking bad about it he fucking crushed it Oh yeah, and I just kind of felt happy for the guy for getting this opportunity but at the same time I'm like this is the little oh yeah we'll let you have a promo Fuego just let somebody beat you up this is little David calling out three fucking behemoths not even Goliath behemoths and he's like three megalodons he's thanking the fans for support and the way the lights so this was a taped uh rampage and they kind of played with that a little bit the lights cut out and instantly <laughs> the fucking house of black is there straight out of a horror movie one by one they're fucking <laughs> they're unveiled and care they just lay waste i mean lay waste the fucking poor Fuego Del Sol. But I
0: like how the, the technically the, the dark order does make the save, but not yeah. really. They did well, they let him get beat up and then come out.
1: I was gonna say, but
0: now we're setting up House of Blacks. So, next. Do you think Fuego is joining the dark order? No, I dark think this is straight up setting up Fuego how- Dark
1: Souls. Oh, the new member of the gaming channel. <laughs> hey, I'm sure he's there. <laughs> we're setting up House of Blacks next feud. We're moving on from Penta, they won that feud. So good for House of Black. I think who
0: is the Dark Order getting stolen from them by the by the House of Black because they've picked up a new person out of every feud that they've done so far. So well, except for the hopefully first no one. one. But, you know- I don't
1: want anyone in that group in there. I, I think that group's fine as it is because if they lose one person, they're they're losing. You know, yeah, I don't want them to lose someone. But Dark Order versus House of Black, Garrett. We we got a direction for House of Black now. I mean, you can
0: run so many combinations of that and trios and, and right?
1: I'm regular cool with this.
0: tag team. You can run singles matches.
1: I think we'll have some but... great matches for the next couple months.
0: Bro- Absolutely.
1: Brody King versus 10. Main yeah. event rampage.
0: Give me Malachi Black
1: versus John Silver. Yep. Give me, give me Evil Uno versus Buddy, Mer- Buddy Matthews. Oof. Stu Grayson, Buddy Matthews. Give me that. I'm down with that.
0: Alex Reynolds versus Matthews, Alex Reynolds versus there's Black. Some, I mean like all these matches. Like, some great awesome combos. Awesome. And then
1: fuck around and get Hangman versus Malachi. Dan Lambert is back with the men of the year with his title. <laughs> I think he's he's two separate characters. It's a fucking clone.
0: It's the multiverse, it's bro. It's broken open. <laughs> TNA broke open the fucking multiverse. This is Dan Lambert from the accident. You no, know, TNA broke open the multiverse actually like four or five years ago, or however long ago it was when they when they had the fucking the total nonstop deletion, and we're just now seeing the ramifications of that now. It's, like, it's
1: starting to make wave now. Ugh. But yeah, now this- we, we
0: need we need Zombie Strange. Where is he when you need him? Oh no!
1: Oh no! No more zombies in wrestling. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dan Lambert, and minute of the year, cut a promo with Lexi Nair. Shot, I, I, I'm unfamiliar with this Lexi Nair, but she was cutting pretty good promos. She's very attractive, and I'm cool with it. Lambert um, is just pretty much saying the TNT title is no longer subject to open challenges. This is the right move for Scorpio Sky. A heel would should not be doing that. And if someone wants a title shot, they're going to have to show that they've earned it. So, how does one show that they earn it other than the rankings? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Any, any predictions at all? Who this could be setting up for? Other than It's Sa- um, fucking Sammy. Never mind. But other than Sammy, if we want to have a little fun here, um, Sammy Guevara is number two in the rankings. Oh God, Lance Archer is number one in the rankings.
0: I mean, like, there could there could be potentially some story there because it's two people with Lambert. Oh, this managing. Is what talks about
1: Lethal losing here, man. Lethal versus Sky could have been pretty fun.
0: I still think it could be like
1: yeah. maybe that's the move after. Uh, let's just hope they get this Sammy Guevara thing over with and both can move on for the fucking betterment of their longevity careers. <laughs> don't fucking <laughs> don't don't hang on this too long.
0: This can um, be bad.
1: I mean, we're kind of taking it a little light. But this is AEW it. were talking about. They
0: they went all in on Jabe when we all know there they was some. Have heat
1: for this segment not good heat i'm talking go away heat and by the way that's not um, i need to clarify i'm not being
0: mean to jade i'm just saying that i think there was a lot of pressure to put that championship on her when they did you know like
1: oh they they, they if they would have had her losing that i've that been a little i mean her character's done if she loses in that tournament and they were like a lot of people say that
0: this. based on one match but like that's definitely not how wrestling works like you can still but unfortunately we've seen it that. too
1: many times recently
0: If undefeated streaks are all that matters, though, then like wrestling is just dead because there's nothing like it's how you tying a character character to that at all. It's the only thing that I always had an issue with with undefeated streaks. It's like there's no character there. You're just undefeated. You know, like no,
1: but they've made a character out of it with Jade. That's that's the difference. Not every. I'm saying it was a big
0: risk. Like you had an established person who had never won a championship, and you just and you built the story around her having not won a champion. I'm just saying, like, from a storyline perspective, it didn't quite ring right to me, but, I mean, hey, you know.
1: Hey, fair enough. We get uh, Red Dragon versus 5 and 10. I know that's a tag combination you like. Um, I I like
0: it less after this match because I just didn't, like, use them at all. So, like, this match was weird. It had a really long commercial break in it, and then it ended.
1: Yeah, this kind of felt like – I didn't know where the beginning of – rampage was going with this i i don't i'm with you it it was like okay this was just a random match to give red dragon because i guess they couldn't have and it this was the- just to set up yet again the fucking jurassic express running to the thing like geeks and adam cole <laughs> title. i i forgot to mention adam cole stole hangman's title so they're uh, undisputed uh, elite are gonna have all the gold next week which by the way that's what we are calling them before. I know. I know everyone was, but that's what we are calling them before they joined, and now that is the official trademark. Is undisputed elite. It's kind of cool. Um. <laughs> yeah. This. I, I hate. I hate. Hate. Jurassic Express doing this. Let alone back to back nights. Let alone. I believe three segments in a row for them on TV. Maybe four. They're the fucking champions, man. You know what I mean. Um, I'm with you. I mean, I really got nothing from this match. I I guess 10 looked good. 10 always looks good. I mean, I just
0: don't know. Like, I don't know what they're doing with like Red Dragon. This is what I was talking about. I don't know the direction that anything's going right now. I hope like a lot of times when I'm like this, AEW does the thing where they like, Oh, no, this is where we're
1: going. Red Jurassic Express. Well, yes, but we, but they're like in a holding pattern right now. They're not actually Oh yeah, it feels like week to week. They have no idea what the fuck they're doing. I agree with that. That's why Jurassic Express running to the ring every time. It looks so stupid. I like the finish, by the way, the twisting of Ten's mask. That's a fun. That's a fun way to do it.
0: They've used it a couple of times though yeah. recently. Like come up with a different way to beat Ten. Like
1: I like it. Yeah, it was cool.
0: He can take losses that are actual losses. They just can't be that many. And like that's what I'm saying. Like Jade could have taken a loss. Do you know what I? Th- you know why I think Jade should have taken that loss? Because Jade should have come out and attacked Britt Baker. That's what should have happened. Can you imagine the amount of fucking positivity that would have been shown toward that? People would have been mad initially, but then they would have realized that they were going to finally get an end to the Britt Baker title reign in a way that they thought was actually meaningful and put it on a star that you actually are trying to build up. And then you could have put it on either Thunder Rosa or, or Ruby Soho or honestly, Chris Statlander in that other tournament. I just felt like. Putting Jade in that tournament wasn't a mistake because Jade shouldn't win that tournament. If Jade's in that tournament, she should win it. Yeah. But if she's not in that tournament, you could have her win the big one. Like you know, like.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. If she was in, since she was in the tournament, she had to win it.
0: That's that's all I was getting at. Like you know, like agreed. Uh, but I don't know. Like I just I I like okay. So she's, my, she's still
1: my she's doing the best right now for the women again. I mean, I guess Layla Hirsch kind of is, but my God, now we got Nyla and Thunder and some weird fucking thing. So it's like. Jade's really the only one that's, yeah, that's feels a like big a star. story right now.
0: Like everything that, that does have a direction I'm not into, and everything that doesn't have a direction, I want to know where it's going so that we have some good stuff. Like I don't know, like yeah, Nyla, let's talk about hook, I'm over all Nyla of Nyla
1: gets a quick squash match against Maddie Renkowski. Um before the match Jericho gave Nyla the sports entertainer of the week. <laughs> I hope that doesn't
0: become a thing, but it no, probably I, will. I hope
1: it does. Cause I would have given it to Sammy Guevara out if it's being fucking petty. That would have been funny. But no, we know why I gave it to Nyla.
0: Alright, send Hook.
1: Rose. Yeah, this was this was quick. The Hook Certificate of Accomplishment Award. QT was just selling this award. Aaron Solo was all big and happy. And Hook did the only thing that Hook could do. He walked out to the ring, didn't say a word, grabbed Solo and smashed his face through the fucking pit through the frame. <laughs> Exactly. I mean Hook Hook is beautiful. And then it gets better. Dan Housen came out and tried to curse, curse Hook, but you can't curse Hook. He's uncursable. He walked past him. Commentary played it up and I swear to God, if they put Dan Housen in the ring with Hook and Dan
0: Housen somehow beats Hook, I'm gonna I'm done with AEW.
1: That's <laughs> that's not happening, but I like it. Um no, I actually don't like it. No, th- no th- I mean, that was – again, we we talk about – their presentation of Hook is, is perfect. And I think they have a, a, a very – this is not a thin line. I mean, with Hook, they're going to – he's going to be a star now for the, at least the next few months unless they royally fuck this up. And I really – I have faith now that they're not going to with how he's been booked for about the past four months. So – I think
0: if you run, like, three or four months as Scorpio as champion and then have Hook take that off of him, that'd be incredible, but I don't think it's going to happen. I honestly think Hook is FDW championship-bound, like, when one – Maybe he's the one that gets it
1: back from Keith Lee if Keith Lee wins it. I mean, look – That'd
0: be pretty awesome. I'd like to see it. Um, But do you want to see – See, whoever wins the title off Ricky has to be somebody who you can have take a loss. It can't be like – I don't know if I want Keith Lee or Swerve to take a loss right now. Well, well, hey,
1: so we saw – well. Uh, the main event promo here, Ricky Starks was fantastic. He was telling Swerve that he's evicted from his last house. I love that, by the way. Um, Swerve is going to make Austin whose house, and with no. that, it's time for the main event. And we get dynamite preview for next week, Rampage preview for next week. Which we'll talk about in a minute here. Um, Ricky Starks defeated Swerve in about eleven minutes to retain the FTW Championship. This was there are shenanigans,
0: though, so you know.
1: This was this was a fucking this was an awesome match. Um if I was if you were to pick the uh, other one as your favorite, this probably would have been the third choice so I would have had one here.
0: I this was my other option as well, for sure. I already mentioned that. This this, this was this was I, awesome. The pace was insane. They went move for move back and forth. The crowd was super into the into the matches all night. Every time which means that they were still rolling after they stopped taping uh Dino, or after they stopped uh, filming dynamite. You know what I mean?
1: Like Every time Swerve's out there, the energy changes. And he has this special specialness to his character and to he, who he is as a wrestler. He's hitting beautiful moves. He's selling good moves. He I, I don't know how you fire this guy. I, I maybe mean, look, hey, you know what? Sh- I, hey, whatever. Um, because you're dumb. He hit a and you don't know what good liner. wrestling is. I, I mean, dude, there was one of the moves he's running from the apron – and did, I believe it was a shooting, a running shooting star press. I mean, oh my God, then he hit it this double stomp. Dude, uh, this match kicked ass.
0: But what I, what's crazy is that they they also teed up more Keith Lee stuff at the end, and it's like, I mean, you know, I'm okay with Swerp taking a loss of his shenanigans, but we can only get away with this so much. And I, I can't believe how how true the prediction that I made months ago that AEW is going to start using DQs like crazy and stuff like and shenanigans like there wasn't like they, a DQ. Oh yeah, you no, know I'm saying I, I agree like, with the shenanigans because here's the thing: like DQs and shenanigans, like they all fall into the same category for me because I look put them all in the same category because they all just result in well, technically they didn't lose, you know, like. Well, yeah, but I don't know. I yeah, feel like, no, like no. it happens way too often, you know. Like um, and this, this
1: one. Know. So the thing here was Hobbs laid uh, Swerve out. He he fucking destroyed him with a body block and threw him back in the ring. Starts at the Rochambeau to get the pin. And after I do it, want
0: Ricky Starks to stop feeling like he's just teeing people up for Hobbs, though. Like I don't want that to just be what Ricky Starks does. You know, like. Because it does kind of feel like that. Like Keith Lee is going to face probably Ricky Starks, but I think Hobbs will be ultimately who Keith Lee is really feuding with. You know, like
1: yeah, it, it that might be. I I'm guessing they're going to get a, we're going to get a fucking beautiful tag match out of this somewhere soon. Hopefully. Oh, absolutely, that's yeah, going to be
0: like a main they, event.
1: This was a fun thing. Uh, they were playing up the Entourage. By the way, Jericho had a fucking hilarious line. Is this guy in yellow heels? He touched my chair. I almost had to lay him out. at Pop. Yeah. Um <laughs> they were setting up this this banner and you could Jericho will too. He'll fight you backstage. Oh yeah, and you could tell from a mile away it was gonna be Keith Lee that goes through this banner. Keith Lee versus Hobbs start getting some swings in. The crowd was loving it. I'm I, what I took away from this though, they've now had Swerve main event both of his matches. They they see it. They know that the energy changes when Swerve comes out. I mean, obviously, they're there, right? This is in the fourth hour of people being at this show. And as soon as Swerve came out, the energy changed. I mean, the crowd was so hot, though, the whole night. It was kind yeah. of nuts. Like... It's a fantastic crowd, Austin. We'll give you that, right? Yeah. Like, I, I really think Swerve is special, man. Uh, I, we talk about the like, like quote unquote guys going up our favorites list or something like that. And it's like Swerve is fucking, Swerve is becoming fast. One of my favorite wrestlers. And I, I mean,
0: I, he's been one of mine for a while. I, I remember spotting this guy in the NXT breakout tournament and being like, this is going to be somebody who you should watch. Like
1: I've always really liked him, but now I think he is. Yeah, it's 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 really nice and I'm I'm loving him on TV. I, I can't wait to see where Swerve is six months from now. Cause uh, we kind of mentioned it earlier. I mean, if you get over organically, you're gonna get a push. As you should. So Yeah, uh And
0: the revolution is televised.
1: Beautifully. Ricky Starks, man. What a Great job main event there, man. I, I really, really am liking Team. I maintain that yeah. Ricky
0: Starks can main event any Rampage that you want him to.
1: Yeah, so absolutely. And next week we have in Rampage, we have the House of Black versus two members of the Dark Order and Fuego Del Sol. I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. But I believe it's Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. I'll probably. Th- I'll have to double-check that, but I believe it's those two.
0: The Mask, the Mask Battalion, Excalibur will probably be yeah. talking about masks.
1: On Dynamite, we have Darby Allen versus Andrade. Oh, finally, I'm ready. FTR versus Gun Club. And the Own Heart Tournament qualifier. The Bunny versus the newest signing to the women's division. Garrett Bunny versus Athena, give it to me. I, I am 100% down. If I were to predict right now, I would say Athena with you. If it's not Athena, I'm gonna guess Tony Storm. We also have Nixon Newell, Taya Valkyrie, Tenille Dashwood. There you go, Tenille Dashwood. I mean, there's plenty of names they could pick from. I really don't think they can fuck it up, to be honest. So I'm cool. Maybe Uh, maybe it's they uh, could have.
0: I mean, imagine if Diana Perazzo just showed up, dude. Ooh, that'd be fucking
1: big. Yeah. Mickey James. I mean, look, there's there's a lot of options here.
0: Mickey James being in all three promotions within a year would be incredible.
1: It really would be. I'm hoping for Athena. Agreed. Uh, I think she instantly becomes one of the best wrestlers on this roster. She's so good. And look, good for the Bunny. The Bunny getting another spot. She fucking The Bunny works, man. I I respect her. Great tag match this week for her. And yeah, uh Chavo Guerrero didn't like how it ended in AEW form. So do you blame him? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> he just got told on Twitter basically, yeah, you per, know, like literally. So um yeah, we got a long week of wrestling, guys. So strap so, in, yeah. Catch eat sleep elite. The plan is uh I don't know. It's we're going to have some some coverage this week. We're definitely going to talk about Supercard of Honor because we kind of at this point there's a lot of AEW association. So.
0: Absolutely. If, like, if New Japan was running a card with a bunch of AEW wrestlers on it, we'd probably watch it too. You know what I mean? Like, I love New Japan.
1: I, oh, yeah. All right. Check back for your stand and deliver coverage, increment by increment. No.
0: <laughs> As we go match by match, I'll be doing live commentary, breaking down the matches like I used to do. No, I'm just
1: kidding. Dude, that, that's true. You used to do TakeOver live commentary.
0: I did. Um, I think I did a good job too.
1: Hell yeah. I I agree. Uh, Anything else you got for the people, Garrett?
0: Um, Ricky Starks is the greatest champion in AEW.
1: Ooh, okay. Okay, I like it. The Revolution is televised. We'll see you guys next week, baby. Oh, he is limitless. Daniel Garcia, sports entertainer. Sports Entertainer.